guys, and welcome back to Couple of Takes, and welcome back, Jeremy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we miss you on last time's episode. We? Yeah. Oh. Me and the me and the people. Oh, nice. So. Well, glad to be back. Did you enjoy your time off? No. <laughs> I did not. I know because you were working. Yes. Um. Did you listen to the episode with Megan? I did not, no. So you did not come prepared? I fortunately did not come prepared. <laughs> well, it was great. You should listen to it at some point. I will. I will right after this. Right after this. <laughs> yeah, right. right after this. Um, well, we want to thank everyone who listened to the episode with Megan. It did really well. It's actually our best performing episode right now. Wow, so. shout out, Megan. <laughs> So that's awesome. You're famous. So thank you guys for all the love. Thank you for all the love on the podcast in general. Uh, we know that we have a very small audience, but we do appreciate all of the listens because it wouldn't be a podcast without the listeners, right? You guys rock. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we do plan on having other guests on in the future. It's just a matter of like timing and coordinating, but we'll make it happen. We'll have some other guests on. Maybe celebrity guests? Probably not. But who do you do you have any celebrity guests lined up at all? No. Was it a surprise? Who? Maybe Vanilla Ice. He's about the only celebrity I could get on here. Wow. And even then, I don't think he would. Ice, ice baby. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's see no. if we can get. Him. Yeah. Okay. I'll see what For I can. For what? Do. What are we gonna talk to him about? How does I mean, it feel? I'm to sure be he's a... got a lot of great stories. <laughs> like, how does I'm it sure feel? we could just open up the book and just start from chapter one. How does it feel to be a one-hit wonder? I mean, yeah. That's about all we could talk to him about. But um, do you have all the any... tigers? What? Doesn't he have tigers? I think he has tigers. Tigers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has like a zoo. No, or that's something. Mike Tyson. No, 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 no. I'm. I'm pretty sure. After this, we'll we'll Google it. But I'm pretty sure I saw a news story one time of his tigers that got loose or something. Really? Yeah. That's insane. Okay. Um, do you have any life updates that you want to share? Um. Well, my life in general is in a good place, but I mean, we started some stuff around the house. Yeah. We have a new couch coming. We do. By the time this episode airs, we'll be... If you guys want to see all of the home, like, renovations, transformations that we're doing... You can just come over. You can... Or... That's creepy, because we don't know everybody who's listening to this. Uh, Probably not. I mean, we should have a fan (laughs) day. I was going to say... Fans come over, we grill some steaks. I don't know. I was going to say, if you want to see... Or vegan burgers, whatever you guys want. If you want to see all of the home transformations and, you know, upgrades that we're doing, you can follow me on Instagram because I am posting, like, as we're doing things. And I have, like, a home improvement um, highlight that you can click on. So everything that we've done previously is on there as well, if you're interested. So my IG handle is in the description of this episode, as it is every episode. But anyways, yes, so we have a new couch coming. So we're redoing the, we're revamping the living room. We're revamping the second bathroom, Mm -hmm. which we bought a mirror and new lights. So we're going to be switching that stuff out. We've already done like some other things in there already. So that's kind of like the finishing touch really. 
And yeah. then um, we just did our two-year anniversary photo shoot. Ooh. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see the pictures. Shout, Shout out, out Jackie. to Jackie. Yay. We did our pictures. Thank you. Um, she's the best. If you don't hire me to do your pictures, you can hire her. She knows. You have my stamp of approval. She knows all the poses. <laughs> she knows all the poses. <laughs> she, she's got it down. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to see those pictures. And what else? What are we doing for our anniversary? It's a surprise. I can't wait to see this surprise. M- me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, he don't have jack shit lined up. He no. don't have anything planned. How do you know? I don't know. Well, then but you'll know when you know. I guess I'll know when I know. But we are planning my birthday trip because my birthday's shortly after that. Yep. And we're going to... <laughs> Vegas, baby! <laughs> I'm so excited. I've never... Act- so I've been to the Vegas airport, but I've never actually been like to vegas i've only because i had a layover in the airport one time and that's about as far as i got was the airport and then so i'm excited because i've never been to vegas yeah it's i know people say it's like very underwhelming but i feel like it's one of those things you have to experience at least yes you do i think it's one of those places you just go visit and since i didn't really do anything yeah, since I didn't really do anything like big or special <laughs> for my thirtieth, I'm kind of like redoing my thirtieth birthday. So she's turning thirty again. Year, I'm turning thirty again, you guys. Going, Love that for we're me. Going back in time now. Yep. We invented time travel, so <laughs> we're thirty every year now. Yeah. Okay, so last episode, Megan and I talked, you know, a lot about relationships and our past relationships and one of the things we kind of touched on was the fact that we both are very different in our current relationships than how we were in our past Uh relationships which is very true and do you know why that is um i'm gonna have to go with possibly the person that you're with has more masculine energy than before why are you laughing i don't know because i'm just trying to be nice about it i don't know i just like i yeah okay well because relationship dynamics are different so and depending on what kind of energy you're carrying at that time Mm -hmm. masculine versus feminine is going to depend on like how you are in your relationship. So my previous relationship, as I kind of already touched on, you know, it was very like I was more the masculine in that relationship. I was the decision maker. I was kind of, you know, taking the initiative. I was making all the plans. I was pretty much doing everything. Like I was carrying the weight, Mm. you know, and I was doing everything because the person that I was with didn't have that. They didn't have that masculine energy And it's kind of like whatever you're, you kind of fall into whatever role, you know, you need to in order to, I guess, survive. I don't know. Like, I don't really know what the right word is, but I was listening to this podcast um, and it was this husband and wife 
and they were talking and I'll try to go back and find the episode and link it in the description if you guys are interested and want to listen to it but they really talked in depth about masculine and feminine energies and how that looks different in your relationship and sort of like what um if you're more masculine or more feminine depending on really the person who you're with and I just want to kind of preface this for a second and make a side note and say we're strictly going to be talking about you know gender roles and this masculine feminine energy from like a heterosexual like male female relationship because I can't speak you know for gay lesbian etc like I don't we're not really so this is just our perspective on it being like a heterosexual couple and that so I just wanted to make a note of that you know because not that we're necessarily politically correct but you know I just wanted to put that out there so um so yeah so we're gonna kind of it was a really interesting podcast and you listened to like a little I had you listen to like a little bit of it do you remember Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So don't fall asleep over there. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we're kind of going to touch on that, like gender roles, masculine, feminine energy. Um, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, but we're just going to go a little bit more in depth. And I found a, I found two TikToks by this, like, couple and this guy he does like he's like i guess a relationship coach Mm -hmm. but he shared um two different tiktoks and i'm not gonna play them because there isn't like any um uh like audio really to it it's just like captions that you read but there's two parts and it's um it's three ways a man may cause a woman to shut down her feminine energy in a relationship and I saw these and I was like, oh my God, I want to talk about this because this is so, like, this is so true. And this was so me in my last relationship and how it's like opposite with you. But I think it's important to talk about because I think some people don't really realize, like, it's, they're like, they're, how do I say this? There are more, there are men out there who, definitely have more feminine energy like they're not like a manly man you know because sometimes you say that well you're laughing but like when girls are like oh I want a manly man like really what they're saying is they want a man who is like secure and confident in his masculine energy like that's what they're saying Mm -hmm. versus a man who and there are some men mind you, in heterosexual relationships that are not as, like, confident in their masculine and they're a little bit more timid and they're a little bit more um, insecure and they're a little bit more not as, you know, they're not a leader in their relationship. Right, yeah. Like, they expect, like, the woman or the woman to kind of, be the leader and I think a lot of that is too what kind of relationship their parents had mm. also yeah is that what um, that is that, is that one of the three things that guy talks about no but I'm talking about this because this was something that I noticed from my past relationship like the guy that I was with previously his mom was very much the breadwinner she paid all the bills she was kind of like more of the masculine in the relationship 
Okay. Was his mother. So I think in a relationship, he was expecting the woman to be more of the masculine. Mm -hmm. He didn't have that, like, let me be, you know, the provider. Let me be, like, the leader. Let me be in charge, sort of. It was kind of like, well, you'll figure it out. You do it. You know? Right, yeah. So, anyway, so it's 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 really interesting. And um, I don't really think I... And I kind of came out of my relationship and I kind of had this, like, perception of myself that I was, like, very, like, dominant. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to find a guy because men are going to be intimidated by me and this and that and blah, blah. But then I started to realize, I'm like, that's not really who I am. That's just, like who I was in my last relationship because I had to compensate right? for the fact that I wasn't with somebody who was, you know, more masculine, quote unquote. So, um, and then I met you and I was kind of able to be more in my feminine energy because you were very much, you know, a masculine energy. So I didn't feel the need to have to be like, taking the initiative all the time and making all the decisions and being like very, you know, dominant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, have you felt like you were ever like in your previous relationships? Did you ever feel, I mean, were you always just the masculine energy in your previous relationships? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, <laughs> Easy, easy for him. He doesn't really have much input there because nope. he hasn't seen it the other way. No, not really. Okay. All right. Well, it makes sense. Okay. So let's just kind of go through and let's talk about these. So the first one is unreliability. A man who consistently fails to follow through on his word will cause her to not trust your leadership and do it all herself. A hundred and a million percent. Yeah, I mean. Do I need to repeat it again? No, no. Okay. I I didn't know if you wanted me to repeat it. Well, I didn't know if you were going to go more in depth with what you were going to. Well, I was giving you a chance to say something. (laughs) No, no, I I wanted to hear what you were going to say. You said a hundred percent. and then Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that because that was basically... You know, my ex said a lot of things and didn't follow through with like 90% of it. Right. So I just felt like, okay, well, let me be in charge then because I'll get it done. Like, let me do it, Uh you know? And then it was like, and then it somehow turned into, oh, well, I don't know how to make decisions without you. You don't fucking make decisions is the problem. Like, (laughs) what do you mean you don't know how to make decisions without me? You don't make decisions that's that's the problem oh yeah (laughs) it's it's you're not and 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 it's so true like you have to i mean there is give and take in relationships obviously like we want women to be i mean you have to be reliable too but you're also reliable in you know a different way we need to be reliable to your significant other like you don't always have to be the best decision maker, but at the end of the day, you have to make good decisions with your partner. You know, like you you can't say something and not follow up on it multiple times because 
it just it creates distrust with right you know your significant other so so it's like how how would in terms of women how would you what would you say would make a woman unreliable or reliable I, I i think this it's the same way like if you're saying one thing and doing another you know it's the same way for men it's the same way for women if you say you're about this relationship then yeah everything else should be second to your relationship like if you're you know truly care about that person you're gonna put them first you know right and that's that's just like as for women it's putting you know their man first if they're you know if they're serious about the relationship then yeah i mean it's honestly it could go both ways um but should a woman be leading in the relationship in any way because that's what this is talking about it's saying a man who consistently fails to follow through on his word will cause her to not trust your leadership and do it all herself yeah because to women words mean more than men because what you say means more to a woman than what men say to each other well I'm not sure what you mean by that. Because words don't really mean anything if you don't follow through. So Oh, if, correct. If but like if I'm talking so if I'm really, talking to one of my buddies and I say, Hey, let's plan on doing this and then they're like, eh, we're not gonna do that it doesn't really mean as much to them as it would if I told you something and said, Hey, we're gonna go do this and we didn't do it, I would never hear the end of it for, for five weeks. So that's what I mean by words mean more to women than to men if it's coming from a man. Now, women talking to each other, that may be different. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, okay. So the second one is not creating a loving space for her emotions. If you're dismissive, stonewall, or unable to be with her emotions, it can cause her to shut down her feminine and close off her heart. Which I think is very true. And that's actually something that I, not so much now, but like when we first started dating, that Mm -hmm. was something that I sort of struggled with you was kind of being vulnerable and opening up and like being able to know like there, there was a lot of things that I did not talk to you about because I really didn't think that you were going to like understand. Like I didn't think that you, like I thought that you were going to be very like, not necessarily dismissive, but just sort of like I was afraid to talk to you about things because I didn't want you to like sort of brush it under the rug. Oh. Really? Yeah. I okay. See, I'm good at hiding things. <laughs> I don't think so, but What, you don't think so? No. I mean, I well, no, and not everything. I mean, I still talk to you about a lot of stuff, but there was just like things that I kept to myself because I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable talking about this. What was that? Just like past relationship trauma stuff. Oh. And I didn't want to talk to you about it because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. 
because I didn't think you'd want to hear it. Gotcha. You know? Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. So, and it was just like, I mean, not so much now I don't do that, but like in the beginning, I sort of did that. So, but would you agree with this or what is your take on this? On what? (laughs) What do you mean? Not creating a loving space for her emotions. Oh. If you're dismissive, still unable to be with her emotions, it can cause her to shut down her feminine and close off her heart. Which I feel like this is something you should know all about because you did this with like every other girl that you were ever with. What? What do you mean, what? We don't need to bring that up. <laughs> we don't need but, to bring that up. No. Um, so, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, you definitely need, uh, you definitely need, as I was said, a space. Yeah, a space for her emotions. A space for her emotions. In other words, don't yeah, I, try I, to tell a girl that she's like too emotional. Like, when she has feelings about something. Just because you're not emotional about something doesn't mean that I can't be emotional about something. I think... I've had my moments. Being emotional, like, all the time can be very, like, tiresome on someone. Like, this, the other person. Well, yeah, if but you're if, if you're, you're if you're unloading on someone all the time, then yes. I mean, you have to have boundaries with those sort of things. Yeah. But like if I'm like if I'm emotional about something or I come to you about something and I'm like, "Hey, you know, like this is how I'm feeling or whatever." Like I don't want you to be like you shouldn't be dismissive, you know? Yeah, no. I, I don't think you should shut anyone down or be dismissive, especially if you're passionate about something or you care about something and it and you, you don't have a, a a place for her to express her emotions to you then she's not going to feel that she can trust you enough to continue that relationship yeah facts <laughs> <laughs> okay so this third one is interesting because it's not It's honestly not something that I even thought of, but it says disregarding her physical safety. The way you drive, where you walk on the sidewalk, locking the house, if you check to see if she got home or not, all can have, all can have her feel safe or unsafe with you. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, that's not something that I ever really thought about, to be honest, but it makes sense. It does. Like, I don't drive as crazy when you're in the car. Really? Really? really and like when we're walking on the on the sidewalk like by a road if we're walking together i always walk on the side where the the road is i don't think it's something you probably ever noticed but probably not no because it's not something i ever thought about no but it makes sense yeah and you would check on me like before we lived together you'd be like text me when you got home yeah so yeah, makes sense. Okay. I mean, I don't really have much to say on that one. It's pretty kind of self-explanatory. I don't know. Okay, so next one is... It says not... So this kind of goes with the other one as well. Not taking initiative. 
A man relying on his partner to make all decisions, plan all dates, plan all travel, or initiate important conversations. She then falls into a mother role who is leading a man-child. Facts. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the relationship that I was in. I planned everything. Yeah, that would get old. It um, does get old. I mean, because you're I, just like, I know, why, like, like I'm why always... am I having to do everything? Because yeah. then it just doesn't feel like there's anything special in the relationship anymore. Because, yeah. you know, I, like, I think, because usually women sort of view relationships and they're like, oh, the man needs to be so romantic and he needs to plan all these dates and he needs to, and it's like, yes, he should be doing those things, but so should you. Mm-hmm. Like, you also need to be, because men want to feel special too like they want to feel like you're yeah. doing nice things for them and planning dates and we doing have whatever. feelings <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so they want to feel like you know special too and like i try to like i surprised you for your birthday and you know like i try to do nice yeah things that's actually what i was going to bring up like you taking me out for my birthday like that mm-hmm. was cool like i haven't had that done for me and I can't even remember. And Chili's the last doesn't thing. count because you didn't no. even want to go to Chili's. No. That was. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like doing nice things. You know, I love to plan things and I love to be able to do things like mm-hmm. that. But I also don't want to be the only one doing it. Like right. I want you to be able to plan. You know, a date night or whatever. You know, something yeah. for me as well. You know, and I think it goes both ways because you don't want to be the only one doing it. And sometimes I feel like a lot of women sort of fall into that where they're the ones having to plan all the trips and all the dates and all the vacations and all that. And it just doesn't feel special anymore because you're the only one doing it. And you're just like, who's who's doing this for me? Like, who's planning dates for me and doing all? And so it's just like, it's not fun when you're the only one doing it. All right, so next one is emotional volatility. When a man is emotionally volatile, it creates unsafety in her body, causing her to shut off her feminine and withdraw her expression and authenticity as a self-protective measure. Yeah, I would would agree with that. Like, um, you know, like if you're... In other words, becoming need- emotional. Like if you get really angry, and you yeah. get in her face. Number one, understanding that women are to be nurtured and cared for, and not treated as like a- an accomplishment, is when a man realizes that like you shouldn't get, you shouldn't be angry with that person and get in a girl's face that way. Right. Because and you can be like, I mean, and it's not to say like you, obviously people get angry about things. That's like a normal human emotion to have, but it's all about like knowing how to fight, how to have an argument because there's a certain way that you should conduct yourself. Like yeah. you can be angry and you could be sad or whatever your emotion is in that moment, but like knowing how to control yourself and how to express your emotion, you know, the right way. Because if you get angry and you're like, you know, volatile and you're, you know, name calling or whatever it is, like you're not gonna, that's not 
productive. Like, you're not going to get anywhere being that way, you know? Right. And it's like, because you're going to have, like, when you're in a relationship, like, you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have, you know, things that you're going to, like, it's just going to happen. Because realistically, no two people can be, like, 100% on it and eye to eye all the time, you know? Like, you're going to have disagreements and you're going to have things that happen, but you just have to know how to fight. Yeah. I think it's so important. And I've seen other videos and, like, TikToks about that, too, like, knowing how to fight with your partner and it's so true and it's so important and i think just knowing how to have hard conversations and you know kind of hold space for each other to show your emotions and to talk about you know what is bothering you and what's upsetting you so that you can come to you know a resolution about it is important yeah (laughs) yeah okay All right, the next one is being indecisive. For example, her, what what do you want to eat? Him, I don't care, whatever you want to eat. (laughs) That should be a name of a restaurant. That would do really well. That is like every couple ever on the face of the earth. Yeah. It's, I'm definitely... Indecisive when it comes to making small, like, decisions. Like, where to eat. Like, sometimes I do know what I want. Uh-huh. And then if I don't know what I want, then forget it. Like, I can't... Don't ask me because I'm not going to be able to give you an answer. Right. It's kind of one of those things where for me, like, once I have my mindset on something, I can articulate that and be like this is what i want Uh and this is why but other times i'm just like i have no idea and then you know that's where you come in and you're like okay this is what we're gonna do this is what we're having to eat yep (laughs) you know yeah i mean but i think and to be fair okay in this particular situation with the food to be fair I do all the grocery shopping, I do all the cooking, and I plan the meals out pretty much for the week. So I'm making those decisions four or five days out of the week. So when we go out, it's nice for you to be like, okay, this is where we're going, and this is what we're having. Mm. You know? Yeah. Would you say that that's fair? I think it's pretty fair, yeah. Okay. Is there anything you want to add to that? (laughs) No, I mean, uh, I... I, I think for, especially for you, like making a on the whim decision, like that's not something you're very good at doing. Like you have to plan. Oh yeah. I'm and a be planner prepared. for sure. I'm a planner for and sure. And when it's like, all right, well, you know what? I don't feel like cooking tonight. I said, all right, we'll go out to eat. Where do you want to go? I don't care wherever you want to go. You know, it's always something like that. And I was like, all right, well, this is where we're going to go then. But do I ever really, like, give you a hard time, though, like, when you make a decision about where we're eating? Sometimes. Not not all the time. Like, every once in a while. Because it's one of those things where it's like, I know what I don't want. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, you want to go here? And I'm like, no. It's like the one place I don't want to go. Yeah. Next. (laughs) You could just say you want Mexican food and that's where we're going to go. 
I mean, I can eat Mexican seven days yeah, a week. Yeah, that's, yeah. I love me some guacamole and some tacos and some chips and salsa. That's it. <laughs> Five days a week, we have chips and salsa. Yeah. Were you ever, like, in a relationship where you were with somebody who... Loved Mexican food? <laughs> no, that's not where I was going uh, with that. Where <laughs> you were with somebody who was, like, always making decisions about things and you never got, like, a say? No. <laughs> that was never a thing. That was never a thing? No. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. I'm too... Strong minded for someone to make all the decisions for me. Oh, yeah, you're not like a weak minded Mm -mm. person, and you like to be like in control. Yeah, not like in a bad way, in a bad way sometimes. (laughs) Let's admit it. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. I don't think so. I hope not. I don't know. I mean, I'll let you know if it I got some mixed feedback in my, my ears, so. I'll let you know if it ever gets to that point, right, but I feel idea. like it's, yeah. So anyway, so those kind of just like give you, you know, a good sense of like what sort of the expectation is, you know, male versus female, like when you're a female in a relationship with a man. And I'm sure not everybody's relationships dynamics are the same, obviously, but for me, I feel like, you know, in my last relationship, I was very sort of the masculine energy. um, And it made me sort of feel like I wasn't, I don't know, like I wasn't really, I felt like I was trying to do too much because I was taking on a lot of the masculine in the relationship. And I was, you know, making all the decisions and doing all the planning and doing all the things. But I also was trying to be like the feminine and like, taking care of the house and and doing all those things and being nurturing. And I found those things to be very difficult because I had to also be, you know, that masculine in the relationship as well. So I was pretty much like doing all of it or I was like trying to do all of it. And I just don't think that that's realistic. I mean, if you're in a relationship, if you're a female and you're in a relationship and you're more of the masculine and your partner's more of the feminine and that works for you and that's your dynamic, then that's fine. I feel like for me, that didn't really work for me because I did not really want to be in that role of being the masculine. No. I also was trying to do the feminine you, things and I couldn't really, yeah. it was hard for me. He's over here shaking his head. He's like, yeah, I cannot no. see you at all. No. Because this is the version of me that you know. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know that other version of me. And so, and for you, I, it makes I, sense. Yeah, I, I can, I, I understand. And I know that you rely on me to be the person that I am with you. Like, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I think it, it well, brings because- out, it brings out the better side of you. Right. Because that's the side that you want to be. Right. And that's the side that the way I am, that's the side that, you yeah. know, I've always been and, that way. And I, But I kind of, like, empower you, too, to be that way. Like, I don't try to take that masculine energy away from you. Do I? No. Right. I, no, you don't. You're right. You are right about that. Were you sure? Were you unsure where I was going with that? No, yeah, I, 
No, yeah. No, no. See, I, I, I totally get it, like, from the perspective of you and my side as well. Like, I see what, what this guy's talking about. What's, what's the guy's name? I don't know. Um, name. I, I think his name's Matt. Matt. <laughs> We're going to say this guy's yeah. Matt. Yeah, his name's Matt. Okay. Um, I can see what he's talking about. And, yeah, it's it's... I think it's important to have that dynamic, you know, especially for women. I know women, you know, in today's day and age want to be strong, independent, uh, more of a masculine energy, which I think deters men. And women like to say, well, men are scared of that. But you know what? A lot of men don't want to put up with that. Yeah. I'm I'm being dead honest. Think, like and, and, it's not that you're scared of, of it. It's just you don't want to deal with it because right you're just constantly going to be arguing with each other, and that's not something that as a man, especially if you have a intense job where you're you constantly have to be focused on your career or your job. When you come home, you don't want to be debating things with your your wife, you know, about this and about that. And who's going to do this and who's going to do that? No, it's when you're check out of work, you should be able to relax and understand each other, understand the dynamic that you right. have Right, and I think other. a lot of the issue with that whole, like, because, you know, when these, like, you know, independent women, and I'm not trying to, like, discredit them anyway, like, get your bag, honey, do your thing, honey, like, whatever makes you happy. But you also have to understand that if that's the energy that you're taking on that sort of masculine I can do it all myself I'm an independent woman the type of men that you are going to attract Mm -hmm. is going to be men who are more feminine yep and then they complain like oh I can't find myself a man blah 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 it's like it's like but that's the reason why it's it's like you either have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. or you have to let in a very male dominant presence into your life and then be able to kind of like reel some of that back and be like more in your feminine because i think a lot of women like nowadays that's kind of like what they're struggling with is they're like oh i can't find a man like and it's like because the men that you're attracting are because you're so yeah they're weak exactly and they're very feminine and Mm -hmm. they're more in their feminine energy and then they're like oh he can't you know do that blah blah blah." and it's like it's like well you either have to be okay with that or if that's not what you want then you have to be able to find a man that and you're you're also as, as as a woman too when you're continuing to attract those types of men you're never gonna be really satisfied like you're just not because you're gonna want Right. You're gonna want someone. You, I hear this all the time. You gotta match my energy, <laughs> and no. and that's like I I totally disagree with that because if if you're no. trying to do that every that's exhausting. Yeah. Like if if someone it's like you have to meet people where they are. Yeah. And it's like if that's not people are who they are. You right. can't change them. Right. I don't care. And everybody's people change. No. People are, are hardwired. Yeah. You're either an introvert, an extrovert. You're yeah. either masculine or you're feminine. And if you, if your significant other can't bring that out of you, then it's not going to be a good relationship. It may seem good at first, 
because maybe there's there's some other features that that you liked but at the end of the day two years three years down the road it's not gonna work out yeah and i just think i mean and there's nothing wrong with women being you know career oriented or career driven and being very much so like you know not really wanting that traditional relationships in a sense where like they want to be you know this like loving and nurturing wife and mother and have a family and like kind of do that whole thing like there's nothing wrong with that if that's not what you want but then you have to understand that like you have to meet you have to find a man that's also kind of on the same page with you like are they okay with not you know being the breadwinner or supporting you in your career or okay with not having a family and okay with not having kids. Like you have to be able to like, it's kind of like you can't have it both ways. And I think that's a problem that I'm seeing a lot with women now who are in this like very like masculine energy situation. Like they want to have their cake and eat it too, but it's like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to be in that energy, that's fine. Do your thing, girlfriend. But you also have to understand that you're not going to find a very masculine man. Period. Like, because there's no masculine man that is... They're not looking for that. They're looking for a woman who Mm -hmm. is more, you know, feminine and that whole thing. They're not looking for that type of... Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, if you're a man and you're looking to, you know, get married and start a family, do you want... A woman who is like not as caring and loving, taking care of your kids, like that's not right. That's not what you. That's not what you're looking for. Yeah, and there are some women who are just not that way. Like they don't have a nurturing bone in their body, and that's fine. And they know that they don't want to have kids, and that's not for them, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, and but you have to. Yeah, that's something that you definitely have to take into consideration when you know you're looking for a partner is like do they meet all of these things in these requirements or i don't want to say requirements i feel like that's a strong word but do they meet like all of these characteristics of a partner that i'm looking for you know yep yeah so yeah okay so one last thing and then we can play a game Ooh, a game. Yeah, I have a game for us. Yes. Um, just a little bit on gender roles because this was something that we kind of talked about the other day. Um, was, you know, and this is something that we've talked about on another episode, but like household chores. Mm. Doing things around I'd, the house. I do a lot of things with the chores. <laughs> Which a lot of men, like in their minds, they're kind of like, I'll take out the trash and mow the lawn. Like that's take care of the yard. I mean, mowing the lawn is at least three chores in the house. It is. It is a big to do. I get that. Come on. I get that. But sometimes it is helpful, especially because, you know, I do work too. You know, Mm -hmm. I have a full time job and I don't mind doing things around the house. I don't mind at all. I don't mind cooking. I don't mind cleaning. I don't mind doing the laundry. But sometimes it is just nice to have a little bit of help with those things. Organizing the clothes by color. <laughs> especially when I'm in a pinch or, you know, I'm we have limited time and, you know, like Yeah. Four hands are better than two kind of thing, you know, and so and I know a lot of men sort of have this 
mentality of like, oh, well, you know, I have a girlfriend or a wife, whatever, to like do all these things around the house. Like, I don't need to do it. I don't like that. (laughs) Because I feel like household chores are just a basic human necessity that everybody should be doing. Yeah. Because... If I didn't live here, you would have to do your own dishes. You'd have to do your own laundry. You'd oh, have to believe it or clean. not, I've been living on my own for <laughs> quite a while. So I know, but I'm just saying, like I like I just don't want you to take what I do for granted. Oh, absolutely because that, not. That yeah, it happened to me. So I just don't want you to take these things for granted because I know that they don't seem like very big things, but. I just want you to, you know, appreciate yeah. the things that I do around here. Like, even if it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like... Yeah, it's uh, something that I definitely do not take for granted. Okay. Because there's... I I hate I hate doing laundry. That's the one thing I can't. The socks. There's too many socks. You lose socks. He doesn't even... Uh, okay, I'm going to call you out right now. He doesn't... Un, like he will do you know how when you take your socks or like when you have clean socks you put them together you put them in the sock drawer so that when you pull them out you have all your socks together he will when they're dirty put them back together put them in the hamper and then he was washing them like that i was like you understand that's that they're you, not getting clean that's how you you know they don't get lost no <laughs> they're not getting i swear clean. And then when, when you, you separate them, socks and you put them in the washer and dryer Somehow they go missing. No. I don't know how. And no. I saw this video. So this one guy was saying that uh, I was a guy or a woman. She kept saying her socks were going missing. The guy opened up the dryer. There were like twelve socks behind the dryer. I don't know how. Not like behind the dryer, but like in the dryer, like below where the the drum is for the dryer. And I'm like. Maybe I'm not wrong about that. There's probably some socks. Do you socks know how many loads of laundry that I have done here since I've lived here, and I haven't lost any socks that you know of? No, I haven't lost any socks. Like I, you really, haven't. I, I don't. Use, you haven't. No, I mean I haven't lost any of yours either. I, and I've been you doing sh- your laundry. I got some mismatches that you folded up. I don't know because that's how they came. Because you, no, no, you no, went, no, no, no. dude, the, bro, homeboy has bro. two. Full drawers of socks. I'm going to go through them at some point and start throwing them out. You think I'm kidding. Sock game on point. But why do you have two, two full drawers of socks? It's absolutely... you, you got to have good looking socks. What do you mean? I mean, some people... Half of them don't match. Like, you no. don't have the same socks together. That was you. That's how the socks were. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a world. It was just, but he was, like, leaving the socks together and running them through the washing machine oh. and then would put them in the dryer. And then they would not be dry because they were bunched up together. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just got totally distracted by Scooby chewing his nail and he's flinging it across the room. Gross, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not cutting this out. It's staying in. Oh, 
I did it like three times. This is the shit that, oh my god, we were trying to. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry. And I, I got... didn't get a chance to wash the bed today. Well, you might have to now. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be dry. Oh, it's comforting mm-hmm. not going to be dry by the time you go to sleep. You're hanging outside. Oh, my God. Chaos. Okay, let's play a game, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, so last episode, Megan and I, I think I told you this, we played um, Draft Picks, but we did Ooh. Celsius Edition. Oh. You and I are going to do... Um, fast food edition Mm. so you get five picks the goal or not the goal but like you get five picks and then you can't once you pick something i can't pick it and vice versa so you start with your first draft pick like the first one that you would pick and then we go from there so then you'll go first then I'll go, and then we'll just go down the line. So once I pick something, you can't pick it. Once you pick something, I can't pick it. Okay. okay. I already know what your first choice is going to be, and I'm trying to Which think of what else I would do. probably the first one you're going to choose. No, my first one is one that you don't even like, so it's fine. All right. Okay. Anyways, okay, so draft picks, fast food edition, go. What's your first choice? Chick-fil-A. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Chick-fil-A. My first draft pick is Taco Bell. Okay. What's your second one? In-N-Out. You don't like In-N-Out. Yeah, it's good. The burgers are good. You literally... We had a whole conversation... You know what? I'm just going to keep it going. Okay. So your second pick is In-N-Out? Do you stand uh, by it, that Are decision? we going in order by, like, the best to, like... What yes, we, like, your favorite oh, I to we, your... Oh, because I thought we were picking one and you couldn't pick one. Yeah, I can't pick in and out Right. If you pick it. Okay. It's like a sports draft. I didn't know like, we were you going You want to get the best player right. uh, to... Oh, you think he, he's a sports fan. You think he would understand draft picks. Are you sticking with in and out Well, not my second favorite, no. Oh, my God. What's your second pick? <sighs> That's tough. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, Five Guys. Five Guys is your yeah. second one. If okay. I if I have to have a, a a really greasy food, I'm gonna have Five Guys. Okay, my second draft pick is going to be um. I'm gonna go PDQ. Interesting. You took, well, you took Chick Fil A. So yeah. yeah. Huey Magoo's. Is that really considered fast food, though? Huey Magoo's is fast food. We talking about? I mean, I guess so. It doesn't have a drive-through. I was really just thinking of places that have drive-throughs. Oh well. You already picked Five Guys, so it doesn't matter. All right, keep it going. So Huey, Huey Magoo's is your third one. Yeah. Okay, my third one is gonna be um, Culver's. Ooh, Culver's is a good one. <laughs> Damn. Now you can't pick it. Damn, I do like Culver's. Mm. Fourth one. You're on your fourth pick. Fast <clears throat> food places. Is Bole considered fast food? No. That's not fast no. food? No. Then that would I be like saying, like, I mean, then I could pick, like, Chipotle or something, but... 
I feel like Bole and Chipotle and Panda are all kind of in like a subcategory of fast food because it is fast food, but oh. it's not. It's like mid, you know? It's like mid fast food? Yeah. <laughs> is this going to be like unhealthy food? Is that what it is? Is that the choices we have? Yeah. I mean, because Bole is like healthy fast food. Yeah, but you can't pick Bole. How is that not fast food, though? Well, we're not going to go back on, like, what we were saying. Because I wasn't even thinking that was an option. Otherwise, I would have picked that as my second pick. So now you can't pick it. We're on fast food. Try to pick places with drive-thrus. Oh, drive-thrus. I guess I should have been more specific. Yeah, yeah, you should have been. Maybe we should just start over. (laughs) Well, Five Guys doesn't have a (laughs) drive-thru. I haven't seen a Five Guys with a drive-thru. Have you seen a Five Guys with a drive-thru? But you already picked it, so just keep going. Just pick places with drive-thrus. Your fourth pick. I'll give you. Places with drive-thrus. Now yeah. I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. Wendy's. You're gonna pick that one. Yeah, I do like Wendy's. You do like Wendy's. Okay, my fourth one. Spicy redhead. (laughs) Spicy redhead. My fourth one would have to be. um, What one haven't we already picked? Um, I'm gonna go McDonald's. Really. Yeah, for number four. Okay. Because it's just a safe, like, you know, you go to McDonald's, you know what you're going to get. Like, it's just kind of like, you know. I'm going to go with a local fast food joint. Okay. That is one of my favorites growing up. It's Miami Subs Grill. That's your number five? Yeah. Okay. They have really good fries. I've never had that, ever. Well, because it's local. Um, my number five. Mm, I'm gonna go with... I almost want to say Popeyes, but... I don't know. I'm trying. I don't think we've eaten at Popeyes in the two years we've been together. We haven't. Because you don't like Popeyes. I like it. Oh. I just... I don't eat it for you. It's very salty. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what I would pick for my number five. You already took Wendy's. Yeah. That probably would have been my fifth one. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I can't even say checkers because I don't ever eat checkers. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go, even though I don't ever go here, they have a big selection. Sonic. They have good slushies. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, I haven't had Sonic in a really long time, but they have... I don't think I've ever eaten at Sonic. Ever had Sonic? Uh-uh. We're gonna have to take you there just so you have the experience. Who's we? Who else is taking us? Let <laughs> the fans driving us there. Me. Oh. Me as in we. Me as in we. Okay. Me and the dogs. 
We'll take you to Sonic. Anyways, so those are our fast food draft picks. Next time we'll do... Fast food draft picks with drive throughs will be next week. <laughs> well, we already did drive throughs You mean non drive throughs Yeah, I mean, you got to be more specific. Man, he is just... <laughs> this dog. I'm sorry, guys. Very distracting. All right. They probably can hear him licking himself. I, I, it's, it is what it is at this point. You guys know that we have dogs and you know that they're obnoxious. So, make sure that you subscribe on Apple or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. And you can follow me on the gram. My handle is in the description as well as our email. Email us stuff. Yes, yeah, or DM me something. Down in the DMs. Going down in the DMs. No, 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 no. Who sung that song? Who sung, sang it? Sang it. Sung. Who sang the song? Who sang the song? Who sang the song? Who sung the song? What song has sung? What song? Down in the DMs. Who was that? He was like a one-hit wonder. Soldier Boy. It was not Soldier Boy. It was um. He was a rapper. Vanilla Ice. I'm going to look it up real quick because it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> no, it's not Vanilla Ice. He was a one hand. full circle down in the D. Yo Gotti. I don't think he's a one hit wonder. No, he had other songs. <laughs> uh, anyways. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And even though this was a wreck, as it always is, but fun times. Um... We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.